Thank you for listening to It's On Us podcast. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and enjoy the episode. Crisp. Yo, you, my toe is burnt to a crisp. Damn. All right, Perfect. Brian. See, might as well drop it like you said. Oh, you want me to? Drop it like it's hot. So it's going to be a special recording, a special week of uh, It's On Us podcast. Because this week, prior to uh, last week's basketball game, mm-hmm. our bill for this uh, this bet okay. is on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right? So when we go to the uh, shipyard and we order our meal, tabs on y'all. Mm-hmm. And I'll mm-hmm. just intro that that way. Can't wait. A little spoiler to how that basketball game went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got us. Yeah. Got to pay their bill. Suckers. So three, to, three to five. One, one of your players. Three, three to two. One three of your players two. happened to be, uh, you could say he's on injury reserve or he's not really here right now. But um, <laughs> he may have been a essential part of your guys' loss. Say that. <laughs> oh, Damn, that was man. like a really like good climax. Yeah, like that was a good one. Essential to your loss. I'm but. saying like we ran our game based on who we was. Full court game, y'all would have kept playing that. Oh, we would have lost. Y'all would have sure. lost. Yeah. Y'all should have. I was it. gonna. Y'all y'all I wanted the championship it. game to be full court, but I didn't want somebody to complain. You should have like said it. You should have said it. Yeah. I should have. Because I would have. It would have neutralized your game. Yeah. yeah, my fat ass was done. Jacob could have probably made another two that he ain't made since the first. No game. No way. I would have just did what I had to do. Facts. We would have ran that. I, I promise. I think I would have punched you at some point. I don't care. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I had a, I did what I had to do. I would have followed you. I, I can honestly say, Cliff, like you're my teammate, and no disrespect, but we didn't lose because of me. No, you know what I mean. I did my no. thing. He did. I, I just told you guys who the outlier was. So How did yeah. he perform? Yeah. How who? J- Jacob. Hey. You had to be there, Mister. I was going to be there, and you didn't come. Right. Yeah. So, I had my bottomless mimosa. <laughs> yeah, my bottomless <laughs> mimosa. Hey, we've Whatever. all been there. I've been there too. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna say Jacob was the main reason, though. But he said a lot of like moving screens, which he fouled out. Easy. He would have fouled out earlier. I mean, both of them fouled out. If we're gonna be technical, but oh, yeah, I that doesn't matter. Man. doesn't matter, man. I know I fouled out, but like I said, what was I gonna do? He was eating. <laughs> he was eating that second game. He got me because I didn't let him eat five in a row. And I was playing fair defense. Everybody's seen it, but then I said, "Nope, famine time." That was my that was my own downfall. Mm-hmm. I was telling them I was like I fucked up. Yeah, but it was Jacob's fault for pumping you up. I told him after the first game. He's not talking shit to me. The thoughts eat at him at the fact that we're already up 1-0. No, no, he's already talking smack, getting hype. He was I was like, dude, you are climbing on this high horse way, way too fast. Like the, me. the Warriors blew a 3-1 league, so, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, by the time the second game came, Brian used that as motivation. He scored five in a row, and then he slowed down for, like, what, one or two possessions, and then he ended up scoring the last two buckets anyway, and I was like, okay, after that, nope. That was the 7-0 game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I didn't. That was but, yeah. So for everybody who doesn't know, mm-hmm. we played a three-on-three game mm-hmm. for dinner, a best of what well, should have been seven, but we play, only played Facts. five games. Just time constraint. Time, you know? yeah. With the time constraint and everything that went on that day, you know, we only did five games. But with that being said, this week we're going to be leading into high school and how we transitioned from high school to adulthood mm-hmm. and how physical activity. Because that's all that's what we did that weekend. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, everybody's cardio kind of came into play. It played <laughs> a very important how, how how it how important is it really to everybody? I mean, uh, not at this and table, that, but that's you the know, thing, no, no, you really see the effect of your high school health versus your adult health. Yes. Facts. Bro, yep. I was struggling last Saturday. In yeah. high school I would have been running full court ten 
12, 15 no games. Guessing. Yeah. But last Saturday, you all saw me. It was four <laughs> points into the first full court game, and my head, my hands were above my head. I was like, right. hey, coach, take me out, take a 30, something. Yeah, yeah. Where's the water boy at? We needed that water after the first Ooh, game. Yeah. Right, that's All what I'm us. saying. Usually I, mean, I could play like five games, no water back yeah. then. I was fine, but after the first game, I was like, if I don't have water, I'm I am die. dying. I'm, I'm, I'm going to die. Yeah. I was asking everybody else on my team, I was like, hey, you got some spare water? I was like, you got a little bit of water in your water bottle? Like, let me get that. But no lie, after that first game, though, and getting the water in my system, I felt great. I felt like I could mm -hmm. run five more after that easy. I just needed to get my legs back underneath yeah. me, and I needed to hydrate a little bit because that was the first time I played basketball in, like, two years, oh, actually. Yeah. Right. For me, so it, it felt like great. Six. It was, it was a long time. So I know outside of me and Ash, I know, and Ash kind of works out, like, regularly. He hoops regularly. Me, I hoop regularly. I mean, like, do you guys miss the aspect of not – Doing that every single day. That was a it was yeah. a wake up call. Remember, I text y'all. Right. I've been in ever since last Saturday. I've been in the gym. I've or not the gym, but the uh, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll say the gym. Call the gym. I've been doing cardio. I I've been hitting the, the. It's the jungle for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, ever since Saturday when like I was struggling to run up and down that court. I mean, I'm 27 outside of high school. Jesus Christ, was it almost 10 years? Yep. I was like, that's not my high school self. I was. I've been doing. I think every day. So like today is the only day that I wasn't in the gym. I did cardio. I'll warm up two miles on a bike. Mm -hmm. I'll do a kind of like a, it was like an NBA combine like workout where like you get, hop on the treadmill mm -hmm. and you jog and then you sprint like a 10th mile, then you jog, then you sprint like another, like a faster speed on a 10th mile. Those are all like hit workouts. Though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'll hop back on the bike for a couple of miles, but I need to get my shit back in, back in track. No, yeah, this, this sure. like physical health period, like it helps you navigate your day better your mind is more fluent your yeah. way of living is more comfortable and water just, it helps water. hydrating water is hydrating is like a big thing i feel it like it's a good to. release too because i love yeah. working out to like release like any stress yeah. or bad thoughts i may have i'm having a tough day i go to the gym release my attention on the weights or cardio i'll go, go extra half a mile just to like mm -hmm. yeah that was for the frustration i had today. get that out yeah push it yeah, yeah. Because I work out at home, and if we were playing basketball in like the spring or summertime, I think I would have did way better better on the cardio side because I actually jog when the weather's nicer. I don't mm -hmm. jog in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. Can't do that. You ever jog in the gym? Yeah, I'll jog. I, no, I haven't gone to a gym and jogged. I, I mean, like you get like outside. a treadmill. To be or honest anything, with you, Clifton, like jogging in the gym, it's boring as fuck. It is. Mm -hmm. I can do it. It's easy, but I really like running outside. It's yeah. so much fun. You, you got like a uh, you have a goal. You have something to like. Yeah. And my thing is like, ooh, what's around that corner? Yes. Or maybe I want to run yeah. this way. And just the fresh air helps. You know what I mean? You're looking at different oh, scenery all the time. Huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you will be like, you can push yourself. I'm going to make it to that corner. Yes. I'm going to make it to that corner. You know what I mean? And you can just keep on going. When you're on a treadmill, you're looking at the time. You're looking at calories. Yeah. You're looking at all this stuff. Heart rate. A little Your heart rate. You hold the thing. It's like, oh, yeah. And all you hear is repeat like, oh, sound. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. Underneath your feet. And when you get off, like it even feel weird like, yeah. after you get off a treadmill. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you, you put the right tunes on. You get in your bag. For me, I listen to Victory Lap as soon as I get to the gym. That's just go. like my Here's the worst motivation. part. I don't have headphones. So when I, like, oh, I'm running, oh, I'm damn. just listening to like the that gym. That is the worst. I know. I need to buy headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you can run without headphones, you a bad mother mother. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> That's true to, concentration. Like, the, the radio at the gym. <laughs> you got something wrong with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Psychopath. 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 Jesus. Watch your back. Watch your back. Oh, uh, yeah. Just like. <laughs> Physical health we know is important and yeah. that's essential for our growth process and we Definitely. have to always continue to strive in that aspect. But just going off of that, like, okay, transition from high school to adulthood, 
we'll call this episode early adulthood. That's what we are. We're early adults trying to figure out yeah. our mm-hmm. way of living and how we should go about ourselves, right? So one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is the sense of self or finding your identity once you leave that space, mm-hmm. right? So for mm-hmm. you guys, how did you navigate or how did you, how are you trying to adjust who you are as an adult versus who you were back in those days? Mm. Mm, great I think, question. I think we're all going to have different answers. I was going to say, I, yeah, I think we all of us around here, the room. Yeah. Right? Because I feel like they're all going to be different. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, anyone of you can start just to like give your insight and your... Because uh, for like well, me I personally, Julia should start this one because we I, I mean I'll start right now. Like for me personally, I didn't climax in high school. I'm so glad I I didn't because a lot of people did. I feel like where high school was it yeah. for them. That's the peak of like that was your, the peak of their the life. The pinnacle. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because that's where all their fun was. That's mm-hmm. when you know they were top of maybe their social the chain and stuff kids like that. And like whatnot, yeah. yeah. And once you like leave that atmosphere, you're out in a big pool. And I've always just mm-hmm. I didn't think of high school as a big pool, but a small pond. And eventually, I knew Absolutely. I was going to be in a big pool. So I was like, I'm, there's no point in being important in this little pond when I know I'm going to be in a big pool someday. Well, even even going like stepping up from pond to like community college mm-hmm. like even that pool difference right it was a big difference like you are nobody difference. on right. <laughs> and we went to a community college right. so you can only imagine like oh you were you I went. Gotta, i'm exactly. telling you my dad, I you know how like you have to do some stuff on campus in order to be the guy so you know and i, I don't know i never chased that so my identity was to always i don't know find a role that made me happy in life i guess that's the identity i always chased because as a kid i just wanted to do something that spread it a good service that would make everyone happy but i don't think that's possible because you can't make everybody happy you know what i mean so somebody else i've revolved my identity around being motivational positive and again fitting a role that makes me happy and by doing those things i think you know it creates a happy identity for me so when people take me wrong i feel like you know sometimes it may upset me a little bit because it's like you know you're kind of conflicting with my identity but i have learned to grow from that that's an uncomfortable situation that i have to learn to adapt to make it a part of my identity and eventually become wholesome you mm-hmm. know so that's how i've kind of molded my identity and i'm always willing to grow and learn too so i'm a growing identity oh, you're, you're nice. so i'm like the complete opposite of you when it comes to that and okay. i'll give it like my personal side so go ahead growing up high school was okay for me um i did it a little different i was kind of bullied in high school so I didn't really hit my peak in high school. I think I let words affect me more than most, and I wanted everyone to like me. I just wanted to be yeah. that guy. Okay. Mm. So I feel that. now to kind of flip to that, when I turned 16, I got an opportunity to get a really good job. So mm-hmm. I took it, really fell in love with it, and I became kind of like the man over there at work. Mm-hmm. So I gave up a lot of like my personal lifetime. At 16? To, at 16, 17, 18 to dedicate it to building my career. And I did some really cool things at work really young. Mm-hmm. And to give you guys an example, I was the youngest assistant manager at 18. The next closest one was 23. Mm-hmm. Then I was the youngest manager at 20. Damn. The next closest manager was around 19. Next closest manager I think was 26. And then I was the youngest sales rep at 21. Next closest sales rep was like 29. Hey, man, congratulations. So hey, I've seen a lot of those rewards. I've worked really hard for that, but yeah. I think I lost a lot of social a time, social time yeah. outside of work. I can wear a lot of different faces because I've been in sales for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to relate to people when I'm 
dealing with them on a business or professional level, mm-hmm. I can take emotion out of conversation very easily and just yeah. say it how it is. You're, you're so, the businessman. You're like, nah, correct. So would you would social, you go back and do yeah. it differently, or would you still? Because it sounds like your identity molded around your job. Differently. You know what I mean? Like you say, your the story is amazing. But you're killing you, it. You, Cliff, you you didn't hit your climax or your peak, and I think I did, and then I messed it all up. So I've spent the last couple of years trying to chase what I once had mm-hmm. because I know what's there and I know what that potential is and I want that back. And mm. that's what I think my hardest problem is, is trying to figure out my identity is that I know what I had and know what, know what I was capable of. Mm-hmm. And to find myself in a position where I was knocked down a couple steps makes it really hard and demotivating to climb back up those stairs. Wait, demotivating? Correct. Because it's like what? Because I was already there. So why do I have to, why do I, in my mind, why do I have to fight to climb back up there? Again? You should already. Because there's levels, you know what I'm saying? It's like different levels. Yeah. Like, So basically I lost. I like lost you beat Super Mario one, no, once, you know, lost. now you got to beat Super Mario nah. two type shit. Wait, you know what I mean? Like well, I think you beat lost. the first game. So how's the second game different from the first? But. I mean, it's a it's a different game, so you got to go to different elements. It's almost like you day. skip levels at that point. You, you I did. You went yeah. from I, being I, a kid to an adult very really, quickly, really very fast. quickly. Yeah. That's to, why you got to grow up. Yes, and, and I so think I why. realized that when people made a comment. Somebody actually made a comment to me once. I was having a conversation with someone very friendly, and they're like, "What are you in sales or something? Why are you always trying to sell me?" And it's like, <laughs> damn, damn, for yeah. real. Yeah, like, yeah you were just trying to have a conversation. They correct, said, and they they yeah. could see what I did for a living based off of how I. So by pouncing on your great opportunity at a young age, it it kind of became your identity, your career and everything. And and I think it backfired because as I got older, I don't want that to be my identity. And I think I've struggled lately with work Uh and personal because I'm trying to pull myself away from that work identity, but I don't know what the healthy amount is. Right. That's why they people say work-life balance. Yeah. Your personal life and your work life, one can be messed up or the other one can be, but if they both are, it creates really, really bad headaches. Right, right, right. Do you think you were forced into it in no, a way? No, no dude. I, dude, the opportunities that I was given at work are one in a, one in a billion. People, the job that I have right now I can't name maybe four other people out of a thousand that don't have a college degree. I didn't go to college. My experience is work from part-time to the assistant management, to management, to, to, to rep. I didn't, Uh I didn't go to college. I've worked for this company for eight years. That also might be another huge topic we should talk on is the idea that you need to go to college to get a job because that's false. That's That's very false. And I I just want to say as a fellow black man, I am very proud of you for, to me, setting a precedent and a great example that, again, you took a great opportunity at a young age and you made the most of it and look at where you're at now. And I think that's a shining example for people in our community. I think think the hardest part for me with all that was the change. And with each job, I moved to a different area, and it was really uncomfortable. I was in Avon Lake for a couple years. I was in Lyria for a couple years. I was in Lorraine for a few years. Now I'm in Medina. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a different class of people every few years. And Mm. I think I'm the type of person where you don't want to get stale with that, and that's why change is good and progress is good for some people, and others are okay with you know, a nine to five or whatever job they do day to day. I like constant change. Mm. Some people wow. can't handle that. Wow. That's yeah, that's, you're like Jay Z, you code switch. Huh? That's sales, though, because <laughs> yeah. every day is different. 
You know what no, I mean? You have to. Yeah. Every day has to be different. I don't like the same thing. Yeah, but see, but I, I see, gotta argue that like there, if you if you go to a job and you seek different, you're gonna find different. Even if it's the same job you go to every day. Like I've been in job. It's like, well, here we go again. It's like, but it was something different every day, and I enjoyed that. Even if it was just a, a minor difference, it was something that was yeah. testing me to to be better. See, I like to be challenged. Yeah, I can't go into a job and be complacent. Like if I go into a job where like it's the same shit over like every day, and like n- nobody pushes me or nobody challenges me, I'll get bored. I mm-hmm. I can't do it. No lie, that's why I left my job the first time. That's why I left. And came yeah. Back. That's and why now I left they my have job. me doing a little bit of everything. I do sales. I do deliveries. I do the vending machines. I do everything at my company. Yeah. Like if I can't slowly progress, I'm I'll clock out. I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to the job I had before this job. I Which think was? after having, I was the store manager. Oh. Store manager? Yeah. I, I was 35 pounds heavier, but I was in the best shape of my life. I was on my toes all the time, constantly mm-hmm. moving. And I think that's my biggest change I need to work on is starting mm-hmm. to get fit again. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm not lazy, but I'm using my mind more than I'm using my body mm-hmm. now. And I okay. feel like I, I feel need that. to... I need to adjust that a little more because yeah. it it really does mess with your mind. I think if you're not physically in shape, absolutely, there has to be a balance though. And one yeah. of the mantras I live by is a uh, <clears throat> change is inevitable, but growth is always an option. So how time passes, you have to be willing to yeah. adapt to adversity, however it may encounter your life. And a lot of us don't respond too well to adversity, and it kind of like makes you complacent you would say oh, mm-hmm. i said complacent yeah, 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 yeah. what i said about mm-hmm. the steps backward i took because yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not handling the adversity as good as i should but i've accepted that change is inevitable at this point Wait, so so let's talk about this you said you didn't go to college no and you were happy were with the job that you had still am still am still am right still are how many people here can say that a either they went to college and are happy or didn't go to college and they're happy because I think that the whole high school kind of pushes you have to go to college you got to go get a degree or else you won't be happy but we can sit here and talk about a handful of people that we are all close with and know that didn't go to college and are absolutely incredibly happy with their life mm-hmm. I think we need to break down that stigma mm-hmm. you don't need to go to college to be happy there's Agreed. trades that you can do. Agreed. I think more people need to get into the trades. Absolutely. We're lose, that's the thing. Now everyone is becoming behind a desk smart and we're yes. losing all of the... The hand smart. Yeah. Yes. Hey, we're, do you want... Let's go Let's go put some cabins together. Let's go paint a couple bedrooms. Carpentry. Let's go, people let's don't go, know. Carpentry. Let's go, Electricity. Let's go, let's go, let's go put a, a floor. And I'm into this. Nobody knows how to yeah. do that stuff yeah. anymore. And that's that's the hard part. And, let's and go those, get the right drill bits to do this job. And those people are retiring. That's the thing. Like The people that get are... Your kids into the baby boomers. That job. Generation yes. is they're, they're about to go. They're heading out, and no one's an HVAC electrician. You already playing with the plug outlet. Yeah. <laughs> the plug. But this is coming from somebody no fork, that though, no fork. When I was in high school, <laughs> I was always pushed. You got to go to college. You have to go get a degree. That's the only way you'll be happy. And to be honest with you, I wish I wouldn't have. Is this I wish... leading into your identity? That's why I left. Slowly. At, that's okay. why I left at eighteen because of my Slowly. dad. He said that I had to get a degree or else you know I had to get a job. My dad like, pushed right, me. But yeah. So just to do a small commercial break real quick, I just want to shout out all of our podcast yeah. platforms, Twitter, IAU Podcast, for Furrow, I think it is, right? Mm-hmm. Same Instagram, with- uh, same. Same thing, yep. Uh, on Spotify, I- 
Tell uh, them uh, Apple, speak iTunes, the, speak that shit. The podcast. Um, what else we got? Podbean. Ooh, YouTube, we're on YouTube, right? We're on YouTube, same. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. And if you have any uh, questions or topics that you want to hear us talk about, you can uh, hit us up at the IOU podcast 440 at gmail.com. And, you know, any special requests that you might have us want to have on, just let them know. And I'm thirsty. Please hit me up. I mean, I'm thirsty. Because this week, literally, you know, this was a topic that people send in on us Mm -hmm. for us to talk about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is just a small little way for us to, you know, say that we're listening to what you guys are saying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we want want to talk about what you guys are going to listen to. We always don't want to talk about what we want to talk about on here. I mean, because it's it's on us to let you guys know that we're listening to you guys and it's it's bigger than us. We, We can. We could do better than what we're doing and hear what you guys have to say and kind of express on what you guys are feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We want to interact. Hell yeah. Just like that. Let's get back to the Preach. episode. Yeah. All right. So just to go off what we were talking about, uh, physical fitness, uh, you kind of touched on like you basically finding yourself out of high school and then job placement wise, you would say like career path as like yeah, high school. Right. They have this like I call it the rat race. That's what it is. They tell you, since you go into school, follow this program. We're not going to promote these trades as much because you don't need to do those trades. Just go to college, put yourself in debt, and then try to figure out how you can work out of that debt that we put you in. Instead of telling us, hey, you can be a fashion designer, you can be a architect, you can be an engineer, you can be a mechanic. And these are trades that make more than some teachers you know teachers I mean? like, don't make nothing, so don't let they, any of your teachers say that. You know, so I'm saying, like, I know sanitational respect them, but they don't call make them shit. like people call them garbage men, but they're really sanitational engineers. That's just a fancy way of saying it, right? These people make more than your average teacher will from driving a CDL truck. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, any any career path you can possibly think of will make more than the teachers that teach you in high school. Teachers make what, thirty five a year? Thirty mm-hmm. five. I'm not sure. I'm not thirty. Be quoted Thirty-five. On that. I, I mean, teachers. Yeah, I mean, probably starting. I, I, I mean, I'm married to one. I know what she makes. All right. Yeah, probably starting thirty-five. I mean, yeah. and and actually, they get paid for a hundred and eighty some days out of the year. If that's it, and well, it's it's stretched throughout the year. So well, they get they yeah. get a paycheck, but it's stretched. They also get paid throughout the summer. But they do, but it's but it's based on the work that I they know. did in the year. So it's not they're getting paid for it. They're getting. Treasure should be making like eighty thousand. Oh my god! Yeah, like Jesus 40. Christ! I wish yes. my wife made, made eighty thousand like years. I'd be sitting here unemployed, you know, living at home. Mm-hmm. Eighty thousand? Oh yeah. Yes, we all agree that I mean, teachers should be making more, but I mean, but that's a different pay? topic for yeah, a different yeah, yeah, yeah. day. You know what I'm saying? So, because yeah. I still want to hear about y'all three's identity, or actually four, because only me and Julian did. Yeah, so you guys want to just briefly touch on that, though? I mean. You're, I'll go last. I don't mind. I'll I'd like to hear John's. Yeah, because John's is different. You're the only one in graduate school. Mm-hmm. You're going back. Mm-hmm. You went to CSU. You did the LC partnership partnership yeah. with CSU. You graduated with a bachelor's, and now you're going back. So let's hear your story. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it. it's kind of boring. I no, mean, no, 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 no. I mean, I went to you know Lorraine for high school, and then I went to community college for. Uh, after that and i went there for actually five years i was there well about three or three to five i mean because i was taking classes um 
for my bachelor's. But can I can I ask you a semi personal question? Sure. For the everybody that's listening. Sure. So you did the LC for two years. Well, yeah, I graduated in my third year. Yeah, with associates. So you graduated with associates, and it, then I went back there because I needed to take more classes. Yeah. To. So like, I'm, my questions are leading up to a certain point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Personal question. Mm-hmm. Did you graduate with your bachelor's with a whole lot of debt? No debt. No debt because you did the LC. LC and and I had Pell Grant and I had scholarships that mm-hmm. I applied for and actually a scholarship that I applied for at in high school. Yeah. Um, they came back and said, "We're going to give you more money." I said, "Wow, okay, sure." I mean, so. There was ways that I went about it. I had no debt at all, and I still have no debt. Can you tell us a little bit more about that experience? Like, because if I was in high school, I went into the whole college thing and I got debt. But for some reason, I'm staring at you. You're a smart. You're smarter than I am. No, absolutely. You got a bachelor's, associates, no, everything. I got paper. That's all. But you no got debt. accolades. No debt. Doing yeah. stuff no debt. I got debt. You got debt. I got no or debt. No debt. And how? It's because I was just just a little little bit. Um, I guess I would, I would call it boring. I was like boring in a way. Like I went to community college and then I went and visited those colleges that I wanted to. And I had my, my party weekends and then I came back and I did my shit. And you felt like it could, because you know, this is an identity question that it right. formed a boring identity to you in a weird way, yeah, doing things the right way in a way. I mean, you know, so now right now I'm 27, I'm single. You know, there's things that like, I feel like if I was out in college, I probably would have met a girl. I would have probably been in a, in a relationship and, and found those things. And, and I kept my same group of friends here because that's who I know. If I, if I went to college, I would have probably met new people. And of course I met new people at community college, but it wasn't people that I've now talked to. There's a few, there's a few, definitely a few people that I've now met and made friendships with, but nowhere near where Brian goes to OU and, oh, yeah. and he meets I mean, hundreds of thousands of people probably that you met. There were a lot of people. A lot of I people. mean, there were a lot of friendships that I made. Yeah. Was that's it cool. worth the debt that I had? That's see, that's where I'm like, mm. that's a different, that's yeah. a different. So as far as my identity, I, I, I do. I feel like I peaked in high school. Yes and no, because I feel like it just kind of led into, okay, now I'm in a bigger pond at LC at a community college. And, I, and now I need to be the best me. It's no longer about, trying to stick out in class and trying to be like this and that. It's like, I got to like, it's, it's now I'm an adult. So I got to like, I would almost say that you went against what everybody was saying. Oh, absolutely. But you're better off now. And that's what I think the message needs to yeah. be is just because yeah. the teachers and everybody else around you is preaching, go to college, do this. Just maybe take a step back and, and think maybe this What's isn't the for best me. Route? What's the best, what is route? the best route for me? Mm-hmm. But then be- my, my question for you is, those guidance counselors that were in the school. I never went to one of them. No. Well, you know, See, that's you, not good. Well, you, you, should, you definitely should have talked to a well, guidance you, you counselor pull, no matter you, what. Well, in high school, I've never talked to but one. But what were they preaching? So were you, they preaching? you pulled to the Actually, classroom. I lied. helping I'm you with you. Guidance. I sat down one time with a guidance <laughs> counselor and it was guidance on counselor. my way out. They only, it was like an on my way out interview. They were asking me, what are you going to do? What is your dreams? Da, 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 da. Literally, that was, I think her name was Miss Bernal. Was her name Miss Bernal? Yeah, it was. No. The was black it? lady? Yep. Miss Bernal? No. That's Miss Clark okay. Yeah. doing. Okay, so yeah. She, she Talked to her one time on my way out of high school. Told her a bunch of stuff. Ain't doing none of it. And that was it. Only time I seen a guy discuss it. Well, <laughs> I guess from an ident- identity finding standpoint, I I mean, from a young age, I knew who I was and what I liked. Mm-hmm. 
no matter that's what rare. the situation was. That's I mean, rare, though. you could put me in a school and I would still know what I would want out of the 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 hole or you know what I mean? you know what I mean yeah. just to learn from what I the environment that I'm in. I mean, like, I'm a simple person. I like shoes. I like music. You guys know me. Like, you've been confident and headstrong since I've met you. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm a very, I, I know who I am, and I know I'm not going to be able to change because of somebody else, no matter what school I go to. Or, or mm-hmm. I mean, I went to LC for a semester, and it's not, I couldn't say if I went to a, a college standpoint, like you said, and it would have changed me or something. Mm-hmm. I would have been me no matter what. Like, and I feel like mm-hmm. just learning from a young age that I was who I was, you know, and I couldn't really change that. It's it's not like a good or a bad thing mm-hmm. because I knew that I was simple in, in, in the aspect of what I want is what I want. And it's not too much at the end of the day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just want a roof over my head and mm-hmm. I would, I want to be able to, Pay yeah. for my car, no, and you know what I mean. Just get the food that, that I want to nice eat. That nice ass Jeep you got, you got to pay for. It. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like I know the things that I want, and you know what I mean. I talked to mm-hmm. my Jeep. I talked that in existence from yeah when we were it, all my there. car got totaled. You know what I mean? We were like, all and there. that was yeah. just I know what I want, and I and I know how to manifest it and get it from an X and O standpoint. Got that nice ass Trailhawk. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're and right I would it. say that would go back before high school and identifying what I want because I went into high school knowing that I would be able to play baseball. I, 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 I went, I was in Lorraine city schools, middle school, and I switched into a different high school that I knew nobody. Okay. I'm going to ask you kind of like a prequel question because you're explaining yourself. Like you kind of already knew your identity and had it. So where do you think your identity kind of formed? Where did this confidence and just knew who you was, knew what you wanted? Where did that start at? I would say at the end of the day, it was, um, being the oldest, I'm the oldest grandson on on my one side, the second oldest on the other side. I'm the oldest son from my dad and my mom's family. I'm the oldest cousin. I'm the oldest nephew. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest, you know what I mean, whatever you want to look at it, nine times out of ten, I'm the oldest out of anything. So, so you I, feel like the alpha. In a sense, but I felt like... You gotta lead the like, way. You gotta lead the way. Right. And, and, it, and it was brought into my viewpoint that I have to be able to just set the example just you know what i mean left foot forward right foot forward you know set the tone for the ones underneath you it's not even that just you overcome so much you know by example right you know what i mean like i texted you guys earlier today that uh grandma grandpa texted me to come over and and help with the thing (laughs) and and like i texted jacob i'm mad at you because you know what he did this was your thing right and he texted them he he texted them i'm back her he only did that just for sure right 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 (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's I like know. when you're the oldest, it's not that in any way that you you've done something to be that person. It's just by default you are that person, if that makes sense. Because you were the first. You are one of could be so yeah, I mean, and so. Yeah, I mean it could be. I mean you, you look at me and my brother. It's like okay, we're two minutes apart. So it's like, but that's different you, because you, you because you guys are literally twins. Yes, so literally, if you yes, are one yeah, of yeah, two yeah. minutes apart, right, right, it's, it's right. different. But I am you are one, one of, of two years apart, three years, four apart. or five. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So you know what I'm so at the end of the day, yeah, right? You know what I mean? So and that all trickled up into your identity pretty and, much. right into leading into high school where like I said going into high school I knew I could play baseball and I went to high school with somebody who played baseball who went to college for baseball who was a top prospect 
in all of America. Ian Maslach, you know what I'm saying? Top 20 in baseball. Got Under Armour scholarships and all that. Mm-hmm. So, I, and for him to be able to vouch for me and play on the same team that I could play on this, with him, I knew that I had made myself successful enough as a freshman to do what I had to do to become advanced with my peers. Mm-hmm. As such as the people who are as old as you guys with me right now. It's, right. Level, it's levels to it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I knew just growing up that there was going to be a lot on my plate. And no matter if I liked it or not, that I would either have to, you know what I mean, eat it up and swallow it. Or, you know what I mean, just take my time and digest it. Either way, you got to deal with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's facts though, man. Now on you, Wash. Me? You want to talk about me? I, I don't like talking about myself because I feel like I hear you. it's a very ego-based <laughs> I hear you, man. Approach. I feel that. That's why I was kind of like... Is it uh, just you and me left? Uh, you talk about yourself, right? No. Oh, you go ahead, man. I'm, I'm a gentleman. You can go first, first if you, you want. Sure? Yeah. What do you want? You, you can go first, man. I want to hear you, Brian, because I remember yeah. when you left for OU, and I was like... And you kind of started right before the commercial anyway. I hated so it. So you started. I mean... So you, like you said, you, you were you were brought up to go to college you, they, yeah. you were you were on that pedestal you need to go to there you yeah. have to go there i was always raised with the idea that you got to go to college mm-hmm. and uh to be completely honest the only reason i applied to college was because my friend Corey got accepted to ohio university peer pressure, peer pressure. and i wanted to be with him so i was like oh shit one night i don't condone underage drinking but i got <laughs> I was a little tipsy one night and i applied to ou i mean my sisters went there my dad went there so i was like fuck it all i'll apply week later i got accepted and then that was like the oh oh shit oh shit what do we do now this is real yeah i'm going you know what i mean we gotta we gotta pay for everything and i took out loans they're all in my name Mm -hmm. i didn't get any you know grants or scholarships Mm -hmm. i'm still paying them till this day and i will be paying them for a while (laughs) um but how that change you how how did that how did that experience because growing going from going from you know, little old Lorraine Amherst yeah. to, to OU. Oh, man. I mean, it's any, there's so many different people there. I mean, there was 25,000 people on campus. That's crazy. You find your own group. I mean, it's it, it seriously, if you don't know yourself, there's a group that if you think that's who See, you are, you can, you can hop in. That's what I missed. Being at LC, it was when I got done with college, with class, I went home. Yeah. I, like there, I, like there was no going out. Like nope. there was, there was in college. I found, yeah. It's so, all. I did find my own group. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you found you found yourself in a way, yeah. in a way yourself. But even if you maybe formed it, yeah, around. So, so when I went away, I mean, Athens is what three and a half hours away, whatever. You are just so introduced to so many different groups of people that it almost fast forwards you finding yourself. I mean, you're just, I get it. you're tossed into so many different mm-hmm. groups of people and different lifestyles. I mean, you have the people that are like the artsy kids. You have, you know, the kids that all they want to do is live in the gym. You have the kids that are like studying all the time. You have the kids that are, I don't know. I mean, yeah, everybody, fuck, it's everybody everything. has their own like identity. You yeah. see mm-hmm. it though. Out of twenty five thousand yeah. kids, yeah. you will find your group. Mm-hmm. But that's where people find themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to do. A handful of different shit. And I've done a lot of things at college where I was like, this is me. And I did it for a little bit. And I was like, oh, this, this ain't it. Yeah. 
and that's how I found myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. Got to uh, experience yeah, is the best teacher. That's my note. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Unless, so uh, for me, I, I would say it started. I would say back in high school, and I had to grow into the idea that there was two mentalities I could have followed, which was like the ego self, which was led and I was very like arrogant in the sense asshole you would say and then the infinite self where like I'm a part of the universe and yeah. I this, this is bigger than what I'm doing so for me I had to adjust to basically just being open to the world and seeing how exposure leads to expansion right so I had to I worked at a place for a certain time like I did like you can ask anybody I had probably the most jobs that anybody I ever knew bro like yeah I probably had like over 10 different jobs just to see like if it worked for me. I've literally been a gender at a point in time. And I'm like, eh, that's not what I want to do. And mm-hmm. it's like, you got to bounce around to figure out what exactly you want to yeah, do. You got to test things out and mm-hmm. find yourself. Right. So for me, I give myself like a, uh, like a lease in a sense, like a three or five year lease on myself. Like, okay, I'll be at this place for this amount of time. When this number approaches, we'll look at the growth process and then go from there. And That's a lot I, of years. Three to five years at one place? Yeah. I mean, if you look at for resume building purposes, like oh, if you're yeah. at a place for more than a certain amount of time, like, okay, he, sure. he's loyal. And reliable. Reliable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are certain characteristics that people look for when they're looking for employment, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me, I was like, man, it's cool to have like a, a boss and, you know, report to somebody every day. But I feel like right now I'm in the transition of trying to be my own boss. You know what I mean? Like knowing that I'm an asset anywhere I go. It's a hard path, though, to become your own boss. Yes. And I I, I accept that challenge full on. So, like, I understand it's not going to be easy. It's not an easy process because everybody can't do it. You know what I mean? So it's like, do I want to be the difference? Do I want to make that leap of faith into myself? I bet on myself more than anything else. Oh, absolutely. You got to. And and in the society we are now, we have to bet on ourselves. Because if you're not going to better yourself, who else is going to? Right. True. If you're not going to sit down and say that, you know what? I can, I can do, do this. Yeah. Why should anybody else in the world look at you and bet on you? Facts. Yeah. So I guess with that being said, with a real quick statement, I mean, I guess I can ask you, B, but I mean, it's an open question yeah, to everybody man. else. What advice would you give your high man, school you self? Words right out of my mouth. I was just so about to that way, you know, know what I mean? Like you can... You not not like prepare yourself for this, but I mean, obviously, yeah. But am I going first? I mean, I mean, you said the last segment, so why not? Uh, what mess- words would messaging. I give to my high just, school? You know, I mean? real quick. Yeah, right. This simple phrase. You in a time machine? You got to go back. You only got like two minutes. Right. So I got two minutes. Real quick, real quick. Oh man, to get deep. Not, you only got two minutes. You're going to have to get deep. Well, you're yeah, like a minute and 40 now, so yeah. 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 Right. Are you going to say the younger yeah, Brian? I don't need a minute 40. I need like 10 seconds. Okay. Which one of you assholes? All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If To be completely honest, um, if I had to tell my high school self one thing, it would be don't worry about the money because when – when I was raised, it was always, you got to go get a degree. You got to find some money. You got to, you know, do whatever. I would tell my high school self, find the thing that makes you happy mm-hmm. and do it. Fuck the money. You know what I mean? Because the, 
Yeah. Just make, just hey. do something that makes you happy. I hear Instead you, man. That's that's. And I get, I, I, I get that so, it's like unrealistic. So like at, at a certain point, you got to make money to like support yourself. But seriously, find the one thing that makes you happy, mm-hmm. and fucking run with it. No, that's facts. Just Clifton knows this quote. Uh, right. Make the money, don't let the money make you. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. And that sound, that sound advice that most people should take it. It's one of the I know it's really hard, I know it's hard advice. I know it's hard advice because you get tossed into this shitty world where it's like you got to support yourself and Pay your bills. And as a man, if you have a girl or anything else, you got to support them too. But seriously, if I could look okay. back at my high school self and give them one piece of advice, it would be find a thing that makes you happy and do it for the and rest quick, of your life. Just a quick side note. What's crazy about you saying that, and it's only because my mom said it the other day and a lot's been happening in my family, yeah. and it hit me about you. Like, well, It goes back to what I said, make the money, don't let the money make you, and I don't do that. But my mom told me to some, like, um, like me and my older brother were like robots, only because, and she understands why we're robots. She says you could wake up, you go to work, you provide for your family, you're doing everything yeah. a man's supposed to do. But it just, she was like, it sometimes hits us different because you're not around in a family life every day to help take care of things with what going around, this, that, and the third. And it's like, and I hear her and I get it, but it's like, it's a hard balance when you're trying to take care of your family at home and trying to be there and taking care of family tragedy too. You know what I mean? Especially when you got kids and stuff like that. So she was like, I get it. But it's just, she was like, it's just so crazy. She's going through a lot. So shout out to you, mom. Hope you feel better. But go ahead, Julian. I know you were up next. It's no. all lined up. No, word. That was it. I just wanted to add that in. What? What, no, what, what is it. your advice yeah, to your high school self? What would you uh, tell your high school, high school self? Yeah, I was going to say, what did you even say? Because you were the one that like champed it out at 16 same and like you about, nutted up. Same yeah. thing. I, if I could go back, I think I would have spent more time building social connections outside of work, networking that way and making friends instead of building work relationships. So I'm going to put you on the spot. The fact that you even said the word networking preaches that you're a sales guy so look back would you want to get into the sales would you want to do all that or oh, like bro it's in my dna that's hard yeah. no, that's hard that's Listen, a fact though sell, that is 100 because you said networking right, and not, I was not, like, not even necessarily selling you on something yeah. just to persuade you, want those relations. you to it's, doing something it's in his dna just to like sell you something yeah okay so you want relationships okay every single one i can in my back pocket i want them all and if I can't have it, I want to know why and figure out what I can do to make it better next okay. time. That's awesome. So if I could go back and tell myself something, and it kind of builds on what Julian said, and uh, kind of like y'all approaching school and stuff and finding yourself, I would have went back and told myself, don't be afraid to travel and see the world. Oh, that's mm-hmm. another one. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, like, yeah. don't be afraid to take that leap. Younger me was so afraid of, like, leaving you guys and everybody here to go spend time with my uncles, who oh, I should have. Yeah gone scene because i have like millionaire uncles who lived in california one's retired now lives in north carolina uh one that lives in uh, missouri right now he lived in tennessee though like i have uncles all over i have another cousin in alaska he's paid like i could have like traveled and really seen the world made new friends really networked Learned and i'm kind that. of like really upset at myself now that i'm 28 with a kid i'm happy with my life don't get me wrong in my path but mm-hmm. i feel like i could have had a way better amplified life and seen much more had I just got on a plane and left. Travel. That's another thing I would tell my high school self. Travel. Don't worry about the friends. They'll be there. Just imagine like what kind of like, just think back all of us. Like if we really would have took the travel approach, all of us right out of high school, think how many people we could have probably even met on the come up who are artists now or somebody like 
from their area and stuff. Like we could have met some real deal people because we're all dope folks and I feel like we attract those people. Yeah. And I feel like we could have crossed paths with some really famous people had we all traveled. But I'll, mm -hmm. I'll counter that. I feel like we're all real deal people here. I just said that. Man. I mean, we're all on our phones right now, but it's all good. <laughs> So we're networking. Like, hey, yes, yeah. could you imagine if you would have met a young Travis Scott before he came up? And no, been a I did, though. Now? I did. I seen Travis, but I did, though, because I have the footage to even prove that. I seen Travis at House of Blues, and if you've ever been to House of Blues, you know how small that is. And it's, I seen him in 2015, and to he validate, when, did, oh, when like did most of you guys hear of Travis Scott? I seen Travis in concert at 2015. I've, I've known Travis since he's been signed with Kanye. Honestly, so when Kanye signed him, like I started like getting into him. So that right. was back in 2012, 13. Right, but yeah, exactly. I, even I, I knew I was hipping to them. John and I got a House of Blues story. Oh, y'all do? Let me hear. Hey, bro. Real quick, tell it? before y'all you tell y'all you younger self advice. It's no, a, I mean it's it's nothing, man. It's, it it gotta be something. Did you swag surf on the table, John? <laughs> he didn't. Right, right. <laughs> no, no, no. But we went down for the uh, the Seventh Gain Indians. The 2016 World, World Series when we lost, but no, we yeah, went no, up to uh, the what's it called? House of Blues. We were House of Blues. We knew that. the owner. That's, that's a bad time. They that they gave us access to the foundry room or what is it called? Fucking we went upstairs, floor, third floor, third floor, mm -hmm. and we were overlooking was East Fourth. East Fourth. Mm -hmm. That was a good we were time. Chilling. That was we a good had time. our own private bar. This chick ran up a tab. It was like fifteen hundred bucks. She paid Whoa. in cash. Whoa! Yeah, it was nuts. Living a good life. Fucking like drinks Living were like life. drinks were like yeah. twenty dollars. I'm like okay, but we well. weren't paying for it. Yeah, yeah we, we weren't that. paying for it. Yeah. All right, but, back uh, to the conversation, John. Yeah. What would you tell young know, John? For me, uh, don't like, go to your cousin's school. Rogaine. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say it. I'm like, I was gonna say it. <laughs> Damn. Rogaine. He knows he always got Rogaine. Rogaine. Rogaine for men. Oh my god. Um, like you said though, travel. I think traveling is something, especially for me, not going to college and not experiencing any other place but where i live travel travel and be open to saying not being a yes man but just being if someone says you want to go yes yeah let's go if you want to go somewhere yeah let's go let's do it i think you need to dig deeper on that answer yeah let's hear that one yeah yeah come on no come on i think you need to dig go deeper. a little deeper here's the thing john how old are you 27 okay why can't you still travel i can still travel Okay. I mean, I could, but I, I mean, now I have like See, a lot. See, now, now I have. If you could go back and change, go back. You couldn't do right now, and can't do right now. What's something that you I okay, okay? I would have went to college. I would have went off to OU or or O State or somewhere that was a college. But the money, yeah. okay, but even regardless of the money, I would have went because to earn that experience that experience that experience that's why people go to college it's the experience yeah. and the relationships because and the I was gonna say, so, okay instance. so now to answer your question mm -hmm. do you want to travel and see different parts of ohio as in a in a college or do you want to travel and see different parts of america in the world now that i'm 27 the world because okay. if but if you asked me that at 20 20 or 18 i would have said well, let me, see, let me a, go to ohio see, no a, but this is what you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. 15 years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. See, I'm going to contradict myself. I had, I went to uh, went away at 18, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have done it again if I had to. <laughs> see? see so <laughs> but, but. I think it's a waste of time. But I'm in a lot of debt. But I want to travel for college. same time, the amount of connections I have. After that. You understand yes. the amount of people I could call right now 
doctors, surgeons, lawyers, anybody. I could, I have an address book full of professionals that I could call. See, and I, and now, I is it worth it? Right. See, and I don't. Because See, it's like, the for instance, had yes. you been like, say, is obviously it? John's friend, but say if you were a grade above us and we had gone to OU yeah. before I had graduated, that would have convinced me to go to BGSU because I was already looking yeah. at that college and thinking about going. Had I went to OU and then gone to BGSU because after that experience <laughs> I had, I've been convinced <laughs> to sign up for college. Like, oh yeah. But yeah. There, there's oh, a difference. Yeah. Like, I get, I'm in debt. I get it. But my address book, I can call a handful of people. So see, I, don't, I don't know if it's like, worth see, it or not. I can, I, I, I can testify to that and not go to college, though. I was going to say, yeah. I think we're flipped. So I have no debt, but I don't really have an address book. I have, I'm here. So I'm I was like, debt but you I have, have, I feel like you have resources over an address book. I mean, you have, uh, don't you dare so, say you so, don't have an address. So I want to, I want to add Tim, isn't he? he you pay. definitely have an address <laughs> no. book. I don't want to hear that. So, so not going to college allowed me to work where I work at. And, and I actually had my job before my degree. So, yes, you did. so it didn't even matter that I had a degree. It, it didn't, my job. You also had an internship. I, literally I graduated Sunday. I, w- I went, so Friday I went to work, graduated Sunday, went to work Monday, same job. Same pay Being rate. Being a pay rate. Same, same, Nothing. same shit. So. Oh, yeah. And you also had an internship prior to. Right. I know. And, and that was prior to the job and prior to everything. Um, but, yeah. So. Uh, if I had to tell myself, my high school self, one piece of advice from where I am now, it'd just be more selfless. Because I, I feel like I always looked out for more than just me. And not that that's a bad thing. It's right. just that. But at the end of the day, you got to look out for yourself. But it's just that I feel like I've cared too much what other people felt. And I didn't. I you don't want to like. happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hurt other people or put them in a bad situation. Or put me and you in a bad situation. If that makes sense. Yeah. I feel you. I made a lot of friends that way, being selfless. You know what? I'll take that back. I know what I want to tell my younger high school advice. Okay. You just taking it back? What two, three times? Yeah, I mean, like twenty minutes. You can't minutes, keep yeah. doing oh, that. Sounds so damn good to me. Right? No, no. You <laughs> can't keep I doing know, that. I know what I want to tell my high school future. self. This is the last time Y'all you still get to tell your last right, high school look, self. All right, look. Make your fucking self happy. Fuck everybody else. Okay. Ain't that your original one? That's better. It was close. Say it one more time. Make your fucking self happy. Stop caring about what everybody else thinks about you. Stop worrying about the likes on Twitter. Stop worrying about the hearts on Instagram. You got to wake up every fucking morning and make yourself happy. Do what makes you happy. That would be my advice to my high school self. Fuck what everybody else has to say. If you can't wake up every morning and make yourself happy, then what the fuck? What were you living for? Right, and then give them a. They're not living. You're. They're not living your life. Right. If I woke up and I tried to make you happy, but I'm fucking sad, what's the fucking point? Make yourself happy. Do what I ever did was delete my Instagram and Twitter. Yes, I I deleted my social media three years ago. It was the best thing I ever did. Only on Snap now. Right. I'm glad I'm off Facebook. Make yourself. I feel bad I'm off Facebook because I used to push our episodes on there, but I just feel better up top not being Mm -hmm. on there. Yes. You just gotta slim down your friends list. I only have 200 friends on Facebook. No shit. I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. I I couldn't name off 200 people if I needed to. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty, so, I'm pretty sure uh, like, uh, like somebody held a saying? gun to my head and was like, name friends. I don't know all these people. I'd be dead. I'd be like, air it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I guess last but not least, Mr. Ash. So Ash. for me, I would say younger Ash, stay handsome as always. <laughs> yes, yeah, everybody else. Enjoy, enjoy your mama's good cooking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I, would, I would just tell myself to, uh, you know, walk by faith, not by sight, and just stay consistent in your journey type of deal. Mm-hmm. I would just tell myself to be more confident mm-hmm. in my purpose yeah. and shut out the outside noise. I wish I would have had a little bit more self-discipline back then. Self-discipline's hard. Humble. Yeah, because yeah. you kept eating that yellow snow I told you to avoid. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Damn, that yellow snow got him. Oh, man. Kept God. saying he thought it was lemon flavor, man. Lemon flavor, too. No, yeah, but, yeah, I would tell myself that. And, uh, I would just say, basically, like, you know, keep pushing, man. Don't give up. Stay strong. And just, you know, stay true to yourself, pretty much. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So damn right. I can would I? Say that. Can we wrap this up on a note? Wrap it up, then. Sure. Mm-hmm. What up, B? I just texted us on, like you said the other day. We, I, you want to go? We, we didn't do it this week, but you want to go back to introducing everybody else, like we did. We used to do, and we didn't do it this week. Or who texted that? I Are mean, we gonna outro? Yeah, it? I, I did. I mean, oh, I, I, oh, that I, was I you. Can, I can end it. Right. I, 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 and I wanted Ooh. you said the introduction though. No, I think nope. it was Brian. Oh, that was you. There was like a special intro because we won the basketball game. Nah, so I was like, no, he's so saying was, somebody. Won but like, it. no, like, like, like we said, every, like introducing everybody, going back. Uh, yeah. This is. Well, we Cliff still need to and, do our. You know, boom, we boom, still boom, need boom, to do boom. our video. My name right. is. Yeah. So okay, yeah. My pause name real is, quick. Pause real quick. My name is. This has been a spectacular episode of It's on Us. Again, my name is Oscar Blair. I also go by Ash. To my left, I have Mr. John. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, to his left, I have Gabe. Yo, 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 and yo. To his left, I have Clifton. Yep. Brian. What's happening? And our man, our tech guru, Julian. Yo. Who, who will probably voice his opinion more as we grow into this space. So, uh. Yeah, we're trying to bully him into talking more. Right. Oh, yeah. Break his shell. Uh, Not bully, but we're just nudging you. No, right. bully. No, we're you know what, Julian? You remind me of bully. the guy off of Joe Rogan. Right, he speaks look. up every so often. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah. yeah. And I love Jamie. He's our Jamie. He's our Jamie. So, again. If you guys don't know us, we love you. If you do know us, we love you. Thank you for listening. Who's, Wrap whose it up favorite in. podcast is this? Your mama's favorite Your podcast. Your mama's favorite podcast. Thank you for we listening, love you, guys. Bro. Yep. Thank you. Formal, thank you guys for uh, listening to this podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook and other other social media platforms, Spotify, Apple, and uh to stay with us as we uh you know create this podcast and we, you know, go further along our personal journeys and along with this journey. So uh please stay tuned. Let's get back to the podcast.